whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Okay. Hi. Are we back? Yeah, we are back. Are we good? Hey, we're rocking and rolling. Sorry, I'm a little bit deaf, and my phone audio isn't quite as good. I wasn't able to turn it up as loud as I needed it, so I'm so sorry. This is good if you're good. <laughs> you, you okay? I mean, this. I do everything off the. I do this podcast off the cuff. Yeah, I, think people, I love it. People are better when they're natural. Right, they're exactly. Scripted. I prefer that to like sending questions and planning things yeah. myself. Yep, let's just you know chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Very good to go. talk with you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward. Well, I really appreciate you um, connecting with me um, through that um, website and everything, and especially on Instagram, where I do a lot of my work. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll connect. I'll make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I basically, I basically live on Instagram. Yeah. I, realized <laughs> I had to, I had to settle down in one place. That I can link to everything else. So my Instagram is linked out to my Facebook, my Twitter. And then I go on LinkedIn, which, which is paying off now. But you know who? This is not yeah, about me. This, yeah, is, this, is a, this, this is about you, Tracy. As I tell all my, all, everybody when I talk to, it's not about me. I just want to be all day long. Uh, <laughs> it's about us, everybody. Making friends. <laughs> yeah, this, this is about you. Yeah, I've made a couple of friends through this since, I, since I've been doing this with sure. uh, real life guests. Actually, I need to call one of them. I haven't talked to them in like two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, the guy that, um, Larry, who um, told the story about his, his romantic story about how he met the lady on online dating and they dated 126 days and 11 oh. minutes and then she died. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a good story, though. But anyway, he became a real friend. And who knows? We might even exchange numbers with us all over the talk. Right, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Yeah, my book is scheduled to reach you by the fifteenth. Yeah, I'm and excited to see that. By which day they said the thirteenth? No, they sent me the email the day said you, it, it will arrive by the fifteenth. Okay. Yeah, awesome. sometimes it takes a while, you know, especially right now with cross border and you know. Yeah. All that yeah. Stuff. Originally, it was, originally it was the fifth, but now it's the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Even with my aunt in New York, when I sent her a book, instead of buying it for myself directly, I found it eat, Amazon ships ship faster. Than the site that I use, um, uh, even my aunt in New York, it took her like twelve days. And they so said okay. even right now, Amazon even is having some challenges, right? And they're expecting to be. The, uh, I guess I guess across borders, like you said, is a little bit different. Cause, I mean, she lives right there in New York. And it, yeah, because they sometimes hold it, you know, because they yeah. do random customs checks, or they'll just like, yeah, yeah whatever they do. But, but, but anyway, anyway, they they sent me the 
alert today said it will be delivered by 10 p.m. the 15th. Beautiful. I'll read that as soon as I get it. I'm excited. Thank yeah. you so much for sending that. Well, I've given away a lot of copies to a lot of people. And as I realized, I didn't give it to the right people. And I think you're the right person. Yeah, well, um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I know who to you, get it you, to. You. Yeah, yeah, like I've got to buy my friend Larry's book, which I haven't bought yet. So I'm going to buy it. Uh, back, back to you. Okay, yeah. So you, have, you have all this beautiful stuff on all your post profiles, all these things that you were involved with, how you built this company. How can that help be a benefit to anyone who chooses to listen to the more technical podcast? But then again, you may put your own, put your own human spin on it. How do you do it? Yeah. It's your time. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, I've, I, my trajectory to public relations and PR and media, which is a job that a lot of people think is, you know, super cool and mm-hmm. VIP parties and all that. That's definitely part of it. They're not so much in the age of COVID. But um, mm-hmm. my trajectory to it was never, you know, looking for a big glittery job. I really came from it from a human rights perspective. I ended up being a publicist or realizing I was a publicist 20 years after writing my first press release, which I wrote to help a man who was innocent on death row in the state of Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. Um, Yeah. And he was at that time, you know, it's really hard to get attention for somebody when they're still convicted. Nobody was listening. He'd been convicted in 1992 for a a 1991 murder, which he never, never did. And, you Mm -hmm. know, 20 years on after we've been literally telling the world about it for 20 years and um, a few years in uh, an amazing legal team got involved who were looking for a case of factual innocence and he was released in 2017 ultimately and now he's recording music his first song was called you said then he had a song called all you went and did it and then with the george floyd and everything that's happened in america this year he had a song come out called hate the skin i'm in with the hashtag beautiful 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 black skin so it's about you know racism in america but also a song about being uplifted and not losing hope and that kind of stuff and he's got a brand new song out called um tears this year about the whole about that you know that and the covid just everything that we've all been overwhelmed with this year and kind of wow. a message of hope from a guy who spent more than 20 years, you know, innocent on death row and how he got through that, you know? Wow. So yeah. So that's my story. That, I mean, I first learned to write a press release to let the world know about him while he was still on death row. By the time he was ultimately released, you know, where the courts and everybody else agreed with us that he was innocent and it was proven in 2017. By then I'd be, I'd finally figured out that I was a publicist, you know, based on all the successful media we've been able to do. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, my story is not as glamorous as yours and I'm not, I keep, I'm trying to tell myself to stop saying I'm not getting paid for it yet. So I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> and people dub it in for the present time. But yeah, okay. So you your story, your life, your passion, your purpose actually found you. Yeah. So you find Pretty it. much. Okay. And I never meant, you know, Which, you know, like it, it, it was in marketing and all that. Then I finally, you know, finally professionalized it when I thought, oh, well, I'm really good at getting media attention clearly. And I should do this for people mm-hmm. and, you know, either small businesses or for people who, who need their voice elevated, you know, whatever message they have. And so I started well, doing it professionally. My book. My my book will finally be in the right hands. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm, I'm totally clueless. <laughs> Most uh, authors are in terms of promoting it. Writing it is well, yeah, but but it's but it was a story that I had to tell this year because it's a story of 40 years in the making. There you go. That, that ended up taking 20 some pages of paper. Wow, there you go. Yeah, you got to tell them. You know, it's a, it's so a book. Now you got to get Very small book, but the thing is, uh, 
what I did the whole process of putting it together. I mean, I literally did the whole entire process. So uh, I was able to sleep at night on some things I haven't slept on since I was five years old. Nice. And I'm 58 right now. I'm 58. Right now. You're 58? Yeah, I just turned 51. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm, I just turned 58 in September, and that little 20 some page there book gave me peace to have my ass. There five you go. Years old. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, it's important. Well, I guess I work with have... a lot of authors because it's one thing to write a book. You said, you know, I don't know anything about promoting it, and no, and nobody does. No authors do, and that, and it's like, you know, authors are often surprised. You write the book, and then you think everyone's going to discover it, but they don't because that's not how it works. You know, it's a full time job mm-hmm. to get it out there, to send it out, to get it to the right people, like you said, to, you know, and um, I, I, and when you're self publishing authors, even more. The social media self-publishing authors. Yeah, and just having um, a I, book without promoting it, it's yeah. kind of like having a baby and then not feeding it. Like, it's got to grow after your yeah. birth dead, right? So Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, 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 it's existing currently on its own oxygen. I rarely talk, rarely talk about it. People look at my profile, they see it as a profile image. Because uh, uh, I know in the right time, it will pick its speed up and go on its own. Um, real, I believe that with all my heart. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. I, I did my part. Yeah, yeah, because some of the audience is already found no longer nice. talk to me because they know parts of it are about them. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, uh, yeah, it's funny that we're doing this podcast and we're discussing books and getting the word out, things of that sort. Because uh, my very first podcast episode ties in with the, the whole process. Even with us talking now, uh, the very first podcast episode that I did was heart rich, gut wrenching. There's just so many of these things tie in to where we can have a conversation with you. How they tie in is that you dealt with the individual, as you said, on death row. Out of that, you discovered your passion called you. Me, I dealt with a personal healing journey and finding the courage to finally say it. Put on paper for anyone to see. This is my story, fictionalized somewhat, but this is my story. And to hell with those who don't want to agree with it. Because yeah. you didn't live it. Yeah. I did. Um, That's powerful. And like that man, like that man said that you helped get free and helped launch you on your yeah. journey. Which we would never have expected. We laugh um, about it now. And we still talk every single day. Like, <laughs> now he calls me literally, wow. or not every, I mean, you know, like three times a week, you know. Like, Talk right, the last few days right. in Montreal, but yeah, like we call literally. He calls me every time. Hey, how you doing, sis? And we we laugh because we'll go on the Facebook, you know, Facebook Live, not live, yeah. sorry, on you know, on Messenger, right? And we're, right, Messenger, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about the same sometimes. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's, it's funny because, well, you know, what type of, even when he's having a hard time and we were stressed out or we were worried about whatever, and then we'll laugh all of a sudden and be like, hey, right now you're calling me from a cell, not a cell. <laughs> But not that, yeah, you're right. That's from fine. where yeah. we are today, from where you were ten years ago. So where we'll be tomorrow, there's no, you know, no knowing. You know, there's so that's why. And I, I'll send you his message. You know, it'd be great if you're editing, if you could play his new song. Um, well, if you does he, does yeah, have a YouTube I'll send channel? you. Send me the YouTube channel. I'll follow Amazing. it. Amazing, that'd be great. That'd be that's, that's the easiest way because I'm trying. <laughs> To harness the power of YouTube and more now. And, I'll, and he'll so do the same one. Yeah, well. Yeah. But having my biggest thing, you know, personally out of all this is your words of wisdom for those who listen to it later, as well as 
when you get my book, however long it takes you to cover it, get back with me. I'm, I'll, I'll send you my, my real number okay, to my we'll email. Talk about it. Okay. I, and, and just, I want to know if it, if it has affected you like okay. it has affected other people. I'm looking forward um, to it. Because, well, even just yeah. the title of the in my culture, you don't talk, even now, it's taboo to talk about sexual molestation, emotional mm-hmm. abuse, mm-hmm. mental abuse, yep. when you're a child, even now. In a lot of cultures, but definitely yep. in the African-American community. And actually, definitely. yeah, I have a friend yeah. who shared some of his stories he publicly was you probably know not you probably know his dad like his dad was richard pryor he was not the abuser but you know richard pryor the comedian right right? my my dear friend his son richard pryor jr out of new york city he was brought up like half with his dad but the other half you know in peoria with his mom and local family and he had some really bad experiences growing up that he shared with me and then he shared in his book and we talked about that too how it's like not something that you know is publicly so it wasn't his dad or anything to do with hollywood it was like you know in regular life you know and how everyone has Regular an uncle or an yeah, idiot yeah, sports that. guy or who I can't remember yeah. who, but yeah. So that's not, and I had done some work, you know, and I know even men, like, I don't know about the specific cultural differences. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised to hear that though, but I, I do know, even just when it comes to men sharing stories about men, you know, abuse of the young I had first been introduced to a couple of years ago a guy, a big white sports, like a big jockey kind of sports uh, yeah. kind of guy, some guy I wouldn't normally mm-hmm. think would be cool. He was talking, but he had started an organization for for men specifically to share like where they had meetings, and he said people would come in like I'm not going to come in, you know, nope, I'm not going to come and talk here, like because they just feel like it's not there. But then they would just yeah. sit there and he would say, just sit and listen. Just come and sit by the door and you can always walk away. You don't have to talk. Just sit and listen. And so some men would say, okay, then I can do that. I'll come sit by the door and I'll just listen. And I'm just going to leave, right? But then they ended up crying and sharing and being like, you know. So that's something I think, you know, I'm sure, like, I don't know the cultural aspect. I'm interested to hear that. But I know from, I know in a whole bunch of ways, there's different like cultural aspects that we don't understand about stuff. Like I work with a couple of clients called, um, you know, Afro-Canada Bud Sisters here. Nothing to do with anything like that. It's mm-hmm. positive, but they're Canada's legalized cannabis, right? And so they're a couple of professional mm-hmm. power women who have moved into this industry and are trying to, like, make a space because, un- disgustingly, the boardrooms are, like, in, even in legal cannabis, suddenly the, the boardrooms are, like, white male, old yeah. white men in suits. And that's yeah. certainly yeah. not yeah. <laughs> who brought us the legal cannabis industry, you know? So they're in there no. trying to uh-uh. make a space, you know, specifically for black and then specifically for women. So specifically for black women, right? Yeah. And, and, they, and they will, they will and eventually amazing. succeed at the, it. The, 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 you, yeah, they, the stories they tell about the way they're treated, even in, like, obviously in the white, you know, boardrooms is one thing. And then even when they tell stories about, you know, when they went in, in, within their own culture, they were talking about this business they're doing. And somebody's like, oh, you got to go talk to this guy who he just helps, you know, all the local community business people. He'll be great. And he was just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, if it was a good idea, somebody else would already do it. So even within that community, whether it was the, the women or, you know, so there's always, or the cannabis because there's different cultural negativities within the black community too that people aren't aware of you know like in the, towards cannabis mm-hmm. even like in the jamaican cultural community very strongly right and 
I've had some. I've had. I've had an Instagram conversation with a follower of mine uh, that uh, about the similar yeah. uh, the racial issues in Canada. Huge important so issue. Very that. important. It's our uh, next battle. But uh, but he uh, yeah, this person said it didn't exist though, so yeah. I, I tried to leave it alone. Um, but anyway, back to this though, because we get, I, I we yeah, can't, I, I love getting off the point about other things. Okay, well, that's how with all we said for those who are listening, how would you suggest that they use social media to get their story out? They choose so to their story. social media for sure, and regular media as well. I don't want people to forget about mainstream media. Mainstream media okay. is also open to people, which people don't realize. It's just a matter. Of- I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't, so, never talk about and by mainstream media, I see. I mean, TV and radio and getting out there, you know. But let's talk about the social media first, and then mm-hmm. how they can build. But so, social media, basically, you know, there's all kinds of tips that in terms of that we don't have to get into here, but that you can find online in terms of, um, you know, what times of day for particular. Like there are actually things like it's better to post an Instagram around ten or eleven in the morning in Facebook this or that. So there's technical things that you can definitely find easily if you just kind of Google um you know, like social media tips, times and stuff like that that's worth looking at. But other things in terms of the old style of SEO writing, for example, people thought that if you wanted to be picked up by Google, you had to have very strict SEO kind of phrase. And those phraseologies often didn't sound real, you know, like for humans when you were reading it. It sounded like, you know what I mean? Like selling mm-hmm. it was for, made for computers. Like, you know, if, well, you don't need right. to do that anymore. People still hire for SEO writing, but really... Computers and Google is, is is sophisticated enough now that if you're writing like you know properly for a human to read, it's going to pick up your key points, and that's it, it's better because you know when you go to a site that's obviously written for SEO and not for people. I don't know about you, but I click away from it right mm-hmm. away because I can tell it's for computers. It's not for you know. There's no information. Yeah, I'm learning yeah. that. I'm, I'm slowly so learning. So SEO is that. important, yeah, but it's actually that. it's changed. Uh-huh. And just, you know, so it's not the way it was ten years ago when there was those strict, you know, 10 or 20 phrases and they were just really awkward to put in a paragraph, you know? Now you can have those, as long as they're in the sentence, they don't need to be beside each other. So your phraseology can be more like in conversation. But um, I really think, you know, in terms of PR and media, Mm -hmm. in terms of PR and getting your voice out there, what people don't know, and, you know, this is hugely important for entrepreneurs, is... You know, when you look at TV, you see experts being interviewed all the time. Or when you read a magazine, you're constantly, you're talking to average people, experts in whatever field all the time. Think about it now as you start, you know, watching media over the next two weeks. See who they're quoting and what they're talking about in every magazine you read. So where do they get those people? Number one is, you know, you write a press release or the traditionally a publicist, but if you're a good writer and know how to do it and know the angle and can figure out what a newsroom is looking for, you could write it too. But generally you want a press release, like a one pager with one idea in it, where you're sending it widely to media that you have targeted because they either write about or report on that kind of thing, or you think they should be. It's something they, to do that, you need to know the difference between you know editorial and advertorial because they're not there to give you a free ad. It has to be a story. So the other, other than that, the other ways media gets, you know, chooses people is they can reach out to publicists and there's all kinds of services online, similar to the ones, you know, with podcasts that connect podcasters and guests. There's also services like that, mm-hmm. that, you know, 
print media uses at NBC, Oprah.com. Yeah. And they're looking for quotes. Like I'm looking at one right now, for example. Um, So this, some media outlet is looking for uh, a U.S. based personal trainer who can explain some different workouts and why you might want to do them. Scroll down. Another Mm -hmm. reporter is looking for, um, what are the most creative and unique thank you gift ideas? And they're looking for somebody with a, you know, with some kind of professional experience and in that. So there's, and I see hundreds of these a day. So when you have a publicist, right, they're looking for these opportunities for you. I'd be like, oh, I've got someone who can answer that question. Okay, here are your answers. And that's how that person gets in the media. So there's all kinds of opportunities in real mainstream, like radio, television, magazines that most people do not ever hear about. It's a publicist, you know, that has those. Um, or, or if you were like, you know, really doing your research and wanted to pay for some of the tools that publicists pay for and all that to find these services, you could be looking for opportunities yourself. But, you know, most entrepreneurs, you don't want to take that much time away from your core business to promote your business, right? So I, if you have a marketing budget at all, if you pay for advertising, I say take one month away and don't pay for advertising and marketing that month. Instead, put that towards PR, you know, and pay a publicist for a month. See what kind of results you get. Because you're gonna get, you're gonna be pretty happy when you have a newspaper article about you. You're on TV. You're quoted in this. That's a credibility that you cannot buy, and it's more powerful than what you say about yourself on social media or what you say about yourself in an ad. If a reporter is interviewing you as an expert in your field, you know that's that's anybody looking at that chooses you over the competitor because they consider that you know you're you're the expert. Okay, so that explains a few things that's happened to me in the last 12 years. Because in the last 12 years, I have been there a for two different local local papers. And, but I didn't know the first, the second time, I wasn't at the event at, for that purpose. I was simply at the event to add the shared poem. Instead, I was in my email box up the next following morning and the reporter that was there from the local paper. Nice. The See, it's a good reporter. They're looking, the they actually found a, real, a good story, right? But I, but I went, it was an anti-gun violence event. And at those particular events, I have a certain poem or two that I share. A few times I've been, been able to engage with those types of events. I usually get dressed up in all black with my Batman stuff because Batman played a pivotal point in my life. So there's this black guy standing up in all black with a Batman t-shirt on, t-shirt on, reading a poem called The Dark Knight, dealing with gun violence. I had a gun, uh, had a dark knight wasn't coming yeah. to save anymore. And beautiful. the next morning, I'm the cover story of the paper. Yeah, beautiful. Good job. There you go. <laughs> but the thing is, I never knew that. Yeah, I never understood what go. was behind yeah. it. So you just They're explained it to me. You okay. were the good story. Yeah, exactly. So, so and so now, now the publicist, right, they would be taking that. So, they would have got you 10, 15 more things as a result of that because we would take that, you know, that. I didn't know what a publicist know, was. You know what, it's funny. Most ago. entrepreneurs don't <laughs> okay. like, they hear the word, but honestly, 90, I'm not, I'm not joking, 90% of entrepreneurs across North America, no matter what their industry is or who they are, in, they do not think of it. They don't think of a publicist till you're they're corporate and they have a communications team, which is basically, you know, your corporate publicist is communications. But 
90% of the wow. entrepreneurs, they think about advertising, they think about marketing, but everybody thinks a publicist is for a celebrity or a sports star. They don't think about... Well, I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking about advertising back at that time. Even now, basically, I, 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 refer, to myself, I refer to myself, yeah. like I've heard others refer to themselves as a shameless promoter. Back then, I was heavy, heavily so cool. hitting the poetry, the local poetry scene. And where are you from? Are you, where going, do you live again? open mic, learning. Oh, that's right. Oh, my I'm gosh. Located in Greensboro, do you want to know what's Carolina. so weird? I literally just had a call. My, my The newest client that just hired me an hour ago, she literally paid me an hour ago, and we just had our call, is in Greenville, North Carolina. No, Greensboro, oh, a, excuse me, Greensboro, Greensboro and Greenville. I grew I, she's in Greenville. Wow. I grew up, I grew up down that way. That's I was down so Greenville crazy. yesterday. Literally, I was down, I was down was Greenville like, yesterday. No word of a lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, literally, I just had a date date. I went back. And we're I had talking date, about race in Greenville because she's a black yesterday. woman. And part of what we're talking about is like addressing, you know, racism and Trump yeah. and all that. And she was talking about me. So she was explaining to me the area, yeah. how it can be Trump quite, country. you know. It's Trump country down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I, I, I grew up there. It's, I, I told my, I, I told my friend. That's, that's, so weird. Today's Trump North country. Carolina day for me. This is a sign. I got to get to North Carolina. Not just people, yeah, you guys. <laughs> yes, it's a sign because Canada. There you go. Canada, Canada is a sign for me because I've had four podcast connections out of Canada. Canada well, is my third. Well, you got to as soon as the border is open and we're welcoming country. Americans again. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Seriously, it, 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 my check my statistics. It's the United States, Canada, and the UK. Of all places, Canada's in the top four of my statistics. One reason is the gentleman I was mentioning to you earlier. We have these Instagram conversations about racism in Canada. He lives in Vancouver, British Columbia, and he was one of my very first podcast listeners. So he'll catch this one, and he's the first first person ever actually. We got we're really personal. He's like he may message me some crazy hour tonight or something. So you haven't posted anything lately. You haven't recorded anything lately. When you know that stuff, he's like, yeah. Um, Alfred, I don't understand what you meant by this thing here over here. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to break it down to him from, from a black man perspective. <laughs> Just because he grew up behind the Iron Curtain. So his first encounter with a person of color, he was an adult. <laughs> so I, yeah, but he's, in, he's in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll be part, when he listens to the podcast, he'll be like, oh, Alfred, talk about me tonight. <laughs> Without naming, uh, yeah, uh, that's cool. See, I see, I didn't, see, I didn't understand. Like, yeah, most people I, like, like you're all the leaving opportunities on the table, was. right? Like, uh, yeah. I have, yeah, I have a yeah. friend who owns own PR company here locally. However, she's all uh, if she too, if she ever pays, I don't listen to my podcast. Not we have a friendship, but I'm not her league. Because I have not achieved the thing she's achieved yet. Mm-hmm. I went, I've been to a couple of her meetings, meetups, yeah, yeah. fancy dinners, what you call it. But I'm not in her league, so therefore. Yeah, yeah. 
I work with high end, like people just starting out. I work with, and I charge, you know, Hollywood prices to Hollywood and corporate, but I also keep space for, you know, individuals, small, like, like not small. I mean, like individual people, like, like people who are artists or people who are authors, you know? Right. Right. And it's it's funny that you're actually working with someone here in North Carolina, Greenville, Greenville, all places. Uh, yeah, that's why I said I had a good feeling about getting the book to you. Once you get the book, once you, once you get the book, I don't have to worry about anything else because <laughs> I, I know that. I mean, yeah, whatever spirit is sure when, when I read it, it. Once you get it, I'm good. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be good because I know that I, I had to learn a lesson. I had to learn who not to go to. So I spent the last few months going to the wrong people. That's cool. But see, also my my oldest my oldest son, who I referred you to through his link on Instagram. I don't know exactly what part you make, how you may work with her or not. I shared with him your Instagram profile. He is like the yeah. second largest order order his company. Excuse me. He doesn't stop saying he does it. His company oh, is wow. like the second largest audio book producer in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, from a kid that started out high school selling music beats. Uh, yeah, he he, he has to get, last time I checked, he has a staff of six people, uh, some contractors, some not. But yeah, so on Instagram, I sent you sent your profile to him. So I don't know understand how this thing works. What you do, what she does, but you have a link to her. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> she's a cat. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. If, if you if you if you ever hear from a, I shall I'll share his link back with you. So you can look him up. It's tidy up studios, tidy up media. Um, yeah. I'm always bringing, see, that's the thing with me. I'm always bringing people together. Yeah, in some ways, I'm the same way. You know, I do that and I get, I forget to my husband, like, did you ask for a cut? Like, I'll set up the design, the, the writer with the uh, illustrator or something and then set up the deal. You know, and then my husband's like, well, what's your cut? I'm like, well, I'm yeah. not getting a cut. Yeah. One of them's my client and I just, the other's a friend and I'm just helping, you know? <laughs> yeah. We'll figure yeah, it out. I'm, I'm learning to. I'm, I'm learning to. And in uh, the end, the benefits. I'm, I'm because, learning like, to now that I've been doing this so much longer, like it's and, made my job easier. And the more you know, the more people I know, the more you know. Like I've got favors I can call in from a, a yeah, guy who's been broadcasting yeah. in Canada for forty years. You know what I mean? So it gets to be, you know, you just make friends and help yeah. people when you can, and yeah. you know. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm not worried about the book. It'll be your hands. That's, that's like going back to the situation with my book and my, and my son. Different people have asked me, well, if he's doing all this, why don't you have an audio book? Uh, I would say on this podcast, it will be an audio book in 2021. He has decided they're going to produce their first in-house. They're going to produce their first five authors in-house. So I'm going to be one of the five authors in-house that he does under his, under his company, through his company directly. So it will be an audio book in 2021. Uh, yeah. So I said with the podcast I listen here. It, it will officially become a book sometime in 2021. Uh, he said, I'm always working for other people. We're going to have our own five authors. He will be one of the five authors there. So and we've already worked out the contract terms and everything. So yeah. All i got to do is just wait for him to do it. But, yeah. But he says, like, he's like, 2021, I'm, I'm branching out. We're always doing work for everyone else. We can take our own five authors, our five contracts, five authors, um, and go from there. So I'm like, okay. 
Actually, it's going to be four, because I've heard three more, because I've heard a third, another author to him, who's now my collaborator on my Facebook live stream. Instagram has been good to me this last few months. You're here, and Kimberly's here. Kimberly and I, we're doing live streams on all sorts of subjects. Um, and I think, no, I'll refer her to you next on LinkedIn. So I have to get her LinkedIn stuff set up today. I said there's power and connection on LinkedIn, so I have, basically, so in some ways I said it like that. So she needs she needs to know about all this. Actually, I'll send this to her directly so she can listen to it. Uh, so yeah, Publishers Park never thought about it. Never thought about it. Yeah. And staying with traditional media, never thought about it. I've struggled with writing newsletters myself. I'll tell you templates and all that. I think it'll be okay in time. This time, though, the world knows that not to, the world will know once this is uploaded. Not to just lean yeah, on social media. Opportunities and means to do as you to said, lean exactly. on to, to and, well. and just start watching. Uh, like, think about it when you watch TV or read well. magazines or uh, who are these people they're talking to? How do they get that? Per- you know, who, who is that source? Yeah. Why are they there? Why are they either had a publicist or that you know that told them? Yeah. That's, you you have me think you have me thinking now about taking my last copy of my book and FedExing it with a return to send it to the local TV station. Yeah, there you go. And you, and you said the newspaper article you were on, or you mentioned that. And you, you know what I mean? Is, what you always do is here's the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send it. I'll send. I, I, one of the links to the article Even doesn't work any longer. However, the link to the local paper, well, well, the link, the link to the local paper does work. So that link is like within that paper, the local paper, the local station, all the same time. So they're like, okay, this is for real. This guy's for real. Okay, yeah, I'll probably get that done this weekend. Thank you. Yeah. You inspired me to <laughs> have the, the courage to do what I should have done. <laughs> so, and. Uh, yeah, so let me give it to you. Local media. I will take that article and uh, tie it in with a, a brief paragraph or something and nice and FedEx it with a return, you know, receipt return type deal. Make sure they got it. Uh, they have a local community section. On the local community there you go. Tag it for that. Okay, thank you. And Thanks. the book will be in your hands in Canada and the local TV station. Because uh, I'm going to say this, and I, can't, I don't care. I really, I'm to the point now where I have to live my life for me. So whoever listens to this, they hear it, they want to share it, they, they take it as they see it. Um, I got set up with some business counseling um, through an organization called SCORE, for small business. It's been about four weeks now. The person that they were going to assign me with uh, he is no longer with school. However, my counselor said that he could probably get him to work with me. He would let me know something in, in like a couple of weeks. Been off for almost a month. That same individual, he's also one of the, the local celebrity, poet, activist person. I know if they suggested my name to him, he wasn't going to do it. If he did come through, it would surprise me. Because in the past, I was a big, I was a potential, I was potentially his competition in the past. Because when the first article came out, he congratulated on me on it, like good job, and that was it. Uh, there's a 
thing when people are afraid to lose something in small towns, small cities. Me personally, I don't care who uses my information as long as you give me credit for it. I don't help anybody because the way I see it, if I help you, that means what I help you with, I need to work on it for the next level to get better at it. Or you can come along and help me in return to grow. It's a mutual sharing. Uh, so, so some people don't see it that way. Uh, I think sometimes we forget this simple analogy that, that every plant, every flower, every tree was once a seed that died. And once that seed was planted in the soil and it died, it became this plant tree. And, it, and that tree didn't get jealous of the next tree or the flower didn't get jealous of the next flower. Yeah. It realized we're all in the same thing called garden of life. I'm going kind of poetic here in a sense of what you shared with me. You just ramble on and on, share this and share that. It was all awesome. But you also said you work with clients from this end, you work with clients from that end. Because at the end of the day, the results of what you're doing makes you look good and pays back dividends for you and your company. At the end of the day, this podcast, you could honoring me for coming on it, being so laid back, like, some of the yeah, other no, and I can when it's yeah, just conversational like and friendly. You, for a while. you can uh, just kind of share uh, information and knowledge, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, there's so many people don't know about a publicist or the role of a publicist, and like and some and other little things you just talked about. Uh, but I'm gonna get to wrap this up and say to all you listeners, please. Follow this podcast, subscribe to it even more so. Like follow, subscribe to it, and kind uh, connect with Tracy. Her information will be in the bio. Bio. Yeah, thank you. Um, follow her on Instagram. Follow her. Get with her on LinkedIn. Uh, find this lady. She seems to be like everyone else who came up here. Just so awesome. I've not ha- had one person yet. Uh, they have pour their heart into this. Those of you, my listeners, know this. People pour their hearts into this podcast, this conversation. Uh, and if this episode is not for you, go on down. I've got two and a half years of episodes. There's something that will speak to your heart, dear listeners. I have people like Tracy, people like Larry, people like Jarris, um, Dominic. The list goes on and on and on. Um, their stories are real and their stories are beneficial for each and every one of us. Thank you, Tracy. We have a wonderful Excellent. evening. And I look forward to becoming, um, you know, to I'm gonna keep, send you my direct contact reading about your, Yeah, reading uh, your book. And you come and find me on Facebook and everything where I live as well. Yeah. I don't know if you do Facebook. If you do. Yeah. Yeah, I got you on I Instagram. I got you. I live got, on Facebook. I got you too, on Facebook. I'm going to do a platform Instagram. Maybe on Facebook. I oh, think, yeah, I, think yeah, I got you on, yeah, yeah I think I, if you, if I'm, if you on my Insta, you also on my Facebook, because I do, because uh, I, because I go crazy, actually, I'm making sure of that right now. <laughs> oh, are you still there? People I connect with all over. Uh, so, let me see here. Uh, let me see here, before we go. It is podcast listeners, I'm searching someone. I don't think in real time, real life time. 
Uh, let me make sure. Because I... Yeah, I got you. Uh, let me see. That's the one area I had not added you on. Uh, I got you now, though. Yep, I got it. We're there. We're, we'll be connecting. Friends request, friends request just went out. Uh, so have a good evening, Tracy. Thank you again. And look, look for the link in a, about 15 minutes. So Excellent. You All right, bye-bye. Okay, love. Talk to you soon. Bye.